Hey, Define Dolls and Define Dudes. Okay, so just finished up the podcast trying to weave together how Eve, you know, can break free of the curse. And the curse was so subordination to the man. Um, and that's something that we go through life, I think, for the collective of Divine Feminines. Once you find that moment where you're no longer under subordination, I think that's when you start to get the fullness of life, the happiness of life. You learn to be carefree and you, I think for me, it's been like a reaffirmation of how I feel right now, you know, just living my best life and free uh, to a certain degree of that subordination. A little bit of is, is mental, you know. But um, the other thing that was interesting, because I, I, uh, I went in and just Googled to make sure some of the things I was saying and, and recalling some of the things I had been taught growing up. A lot of you guys know I grew up Orthodox church type of thing. So they taught us how to drill down on things. But I've been removed from it for so long that some of this stuff I have to refresh my memory, but it allows me to look at it through a fresh pair of eyes. And so um, when I looked at it, it was talking about the curses to the three, to the man, to the uh, woman, and to the serpent. And the the curse to the man was that he would have to have hard toil and, and labor. And so um, I think for my defined dolls, you know, it's one of the things that that really why I want to encourage us to get more in tune with passive income. Um, that's something I see myself developing mastery in. I have found a couple of things that work. Um, and that's one way of breaking the curse. Now, to find masculines, you all have to figure that out for yourselves. Um, how do you break that curse of, of the toil part of it um, and still be uh fruitful and, and multiply and that type of thing but um yeah i just thought that was fascinating you know i want to continue to work with my divine feminines on exploring what passive income looks like it's it's another way of breaking a, a curse right um it's another way of getting back to eden or back to paradise right um in paradise in eden there was no subordination from the male and there was passive income and passive passive way of living. The, the ecosystem, everything was that you needed came to you and was provided for, right? If you really think about it, um, just just a little bit of, of that going on. Um, I know that a lot of us are not necessarily Christian per se. I think a lot of us, however, did grow up in the Christian and we understand the literature. I think that it's still interesting to engage with i um you know um when you start to think about like even um i won't go too too deep into it because i already did a podcast on it but there was a book and in that podcast i i cite the reference because i'll go back to it but um as even as i'm talking about it right now it's coming to my mind and i will i can i can see the the image it will come to me but i did a podcast and it was talking about um how when Paul was talking about the wife needs to be um, what whatever to the husband. Like it's so funny how I subconsciously blocked that. But um, he wasn't talking about the actual union. He was talking about the conscious and the subconscious mind, and how um, 
like it's even things like when you're falling asleep, how you pay attention to your subconscious mind because it plays a role to the conscious mind. Um, I go into detail in that podcast in it, uh, and, and it makes sense, right? And right before that that analogy, he used the 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 slave and the master also, right? As as an illustration, and you know, I will say this at the time that I'm I'm uploading this stuff, but regardless of when you hear it, we're in the season of Gemini, and Gemini is about how we use information one of the recurring themes coincidentally from since i've been doing the like glass oracles and stuff the word that keeps coming up is intelligent intelligent and part of being intelligent and the other phrase that came from napoleon hill's book was the the phrase is knowledge and power knowledge is power and for you to get to that stage you have to learn how to gather information how to catalog it how to categorize it how to um analyze it and how to to work with the with the content so um that's just you know interesting because i think that a lot of us uh take things such as a scripture and use it for our ego um absolutely listen maybe if i were a man too i would absolutely be beating every woman in my path over the head with the bible and be like I'm supposed to dominate you. Like, I'm supposed to be subordinate over you. Now, mind you, the whole subordinate thing is a curse, basically, when you're in hell. So it's like, it, it behooves you to break the curse and get back to that Eden state where you're not subordinating me, sir. Sir. <laughs> but um, how do we... And so one of the things that Napoleon Hill said, and I'm going to end with this, was we don't want... To be intelligent, you don't operate out of ego. You operate out of knowledge. And it's so interesting because it really is taking us back to the Garden of Eden where it's talking about the um the tree of um of life and the the no the tree of um good of knowledge and of wisdom or something like that. Good and evil and wisdom or tree of knowledge and um eating into that forbidden fruit. But there's and there's so much more that lo- lies below the surface with, you know, why it could be frowned upon for you to, to buy into the fruit of knowledge. And why was it that, you know, it's bad for Eve to eat it? And then the other thing, too, was um, the interpretations that men have superimposed onto that scripture, again, to, to, to kind of trod on the woman uh, again in in a fallen state so just i don't know anyways i wanted to just end up with this and just say you know let's just push it a little bit you know if if being cursed means that you have to toil for labor let's c- break that curse by um moving towards passive income where it doesn't involve toil and let's get back to that state of eden in a perfect ecosystem where you know perfectly right on the heels of taurus one of the, the beautiful things I've learned about Taurus, surprisingly, when I did the um, erotic astrology, as much as we talked about turn on and turn offs and erogenous zones, it started off with the mind. And one of the things that Taurus is known for is how they um, draw things into them. They understand, too, just a little bit that each of the 12 signs have archetypes for each of the 12 disciples and different parts of the body right um but how taurus is able to call things into it 
you know, and and understands and, and being willing to just wait until it comes, how to be magnetic, how to be receptive, how to pull in um, beautiful, tangible things. When I think of Taurus, I think of tangible, you know, it's um, and coincidentally, they're connected with the with the air, neck and um, shoulders. But that throat chakra, you know, part of how the world came into existence was speaking so right after the thought, all his mind came to spoken, but being able to speak and then bring in tangible is it's on a whole other level, right? Um, just something for you to think about. I, I know it's probably a lot. I, I'm definitely in that Gemini energy. Um, and one of the things I will be doing the erotic astrology for you guys, I'm just waiting for the right for me to get into the mood. And there's things I have to, to kind of go through in order to get into the mood, um, and for Gemini, I'm, I'm learning that I, uh, because I have a lot of water, I get really in sync with each of the signs. And you can hear it with, with the way that I talk about stuff and including, you know, information. But one of the things about Gemini is they're so quirky. And so I completely understand if some of the, the, the past few podcasts have been kind of like quirk, like what? Like, uh, I mean, I'm kind of with you. It's kind of a little bit. A lot of weird information, the way you're putting it together is like quirky, like there's no other word for it. I completely understand. I can sense it even within myself, but um, I hope that there's some value in there, all right? So until the next podcast, peace.